Welcome to All Things Sleep and Parenting. I'm Pam. And I'm Elisa. We are holistic infant and child sleep consultants with a background in early childhood education. And we're the founders of Restful Parenting. And I'm Heidi. I'm also an early childhood educator and the owner of Blossom Early Learning. Join us as we chat all things sleep, parenting, development, and everything in between. Be sure to hit subscribe and share with your friends and family. Hello, everyone. We are back. I am Pam, and I'm sitting here with Elisa and Heidi. Hello. Hi. Uh, today's episode, we're coming at you with a little tip on helping to get your little one used to having others put them to bed. That can be a tough one, and usually for the first few months or so, you know, one partner tends to do, or one parent tends to do a lot of the sleep and a lot of the bedtimes. Um, but then it gets to the point where we're like, okay, it's time to share this now. So um, getting other... Sometimes that just creeps up on you where you're okay doing all the bedtimes and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I need a break. I need to not do this. And then you try and get someone else involved and your child just screams. Mm. Yes. That's hard. Yes. Um, so today we have uh, a couple of steps and things that you can work on to get to help your little one get comfortable with having another uh, person put them to bed. And it depends. It really does come down to personality and your family dynamics and where you're going to start in the steps. For some families, they have to start on step one and they have to work on that for a few days or even a week or so. Um, for other families, they can jump in on step two and they take a day or two and then they and then we're good. Right. So that timeline is definitely up to you. You don't want to drag it on too, too long because that can make it harder on everybody all around. Um, but that timeline is definitely up to you. So. Step one is if you haven't had a baby yet or if you have a very newborn baby, try and get your partner involved in some of those sleep periods from the get-go so that you your, your child is comfortable with that all along. But that isn't always going to be possible. Sometimes we get into the everyday life and we just tend to take that on and it becomes something that your child isn't comfortable with. I was there when my son was four months. He absolutely screamed for as long as my husband would try and get him down. He just, and it was, it wasn't just a little bit of crying. It was like someone was hurting long, him yeah. type screaming. Yeah. And I knew that wasn't the case, right? But that's when I knew, okay, I have to do something to get him more comfortable with Nick putting him to bed because mm -hmm. I needed to have that break. It was getting very exhausting. Four months of me being the only one who could put him to bed. And it wasn't like I never got Nick to put him to bed. It just, it was busy and I was just there and I was with him most of the day. So it just ended up that I was the one who would most often do bedtimes and Nick would do my daughter's bedtime for a lot of the times, and I would go in and sometimes do her bedtime, but it just felt like that. It, I didn't even really notice, to be honest. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if you're pregnant or you have a newborn, try and be mindful of that. But if you've reached that point, then there are a few things that you can do. So step one would be to have your partner sit in on your pre-sleep routine with you so that baby can get comfortable with someone else being around during your pre-sleep routine. Like Pam said, the timeline is up to you and you can do that for a couple of days or a few days, whatever you need to do. Yeah. So then step two, uh, you're going to do the routine together, but dad or partner or 
mom, whoever's the second parent, uh, then stays for the actual put down. So that first one, typically, step one, we do the routine together, uh, partner leaves, mom puts down step two partner stays for that put down um so they get comfortable with that because it can be really stimulating for them that all of a sudden there's two people in the room with me when i'm trying to go down and what's going on and are you going to talk to me it depends on the temperament of your little one yeah yeah, definitely definitely um and then and then you can that is one of those stages that may take a little bit longer while dad and baby find their groove in or partner and baby find their groove in getting um getting them to sleep from there but then that third step is then that partner does full bedtime so this can get a little bit tricky and we do have some tips um for whether or not staying at the house versus leaving the house when when partner is doing it One of the biggest challenges that can happen even if you are pregnant or you have a very little newborn is that partner will try something and mom will come in and say, okay, it's not working. Obviously, it's not working. Baby's not settling. You're starting to lose your patience. Let me take over. Let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. Right. And the challenge that even right from the beginning from there is they learn very quickly that... Okay, well, just keep screaming, honey, because mommy's going to come rescue us in a minute. Yeah. So um, both partner and <laughs> yes. baby tend to learn that, right? So Very quickly. Sometimes they won't, your, the partner won't even try to do a whole lot because they know, well, you know what? If they just scream long enough, then the other one's going to come in here. Yeah. The other parent's going to come in here. And mommy so they will don't come really, in and rescue. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I did find that with my husband, I believe, that um, some of the times I think maybe he wasn't I mean he did give it his all at some points but I yes. believe there were some sometimes maybe if there was a hockey game on or something that he didn't really try very hard and knew that I was just going to come in yes so the first tip there is for the first couple of times if you do end up going in because you know my four-month-old was screaming so loudly for 30 uh, I was minutes. on the phone with her and it was yeah, 30 minutes times where you know? I was so like I gave it muffin. a good I gave it a good go and he was screaming for 30 minutes like screaming bloody murder for 30 and, and minutes dad's arms. in dad's arms so in this is really arms. important right it's yeah. not like we're just like okay well sorry about your luck it's he's with dad he's being supported he yeah. has those emotional like he's having that big offload but dad is there with him supporting him yeah so, so for the first few days I did go in after and take over until I realized okay this is a big challenge that we're facing and I need to do something about it but when I went in to take over one thing that I had my partner do had Nick do was put the baby down in the bassinet for two seconds and then I would go and get my son out of the bassinet rather than take him from yes. Nick's arms, like a right? Full tag out. Yes. Yeah. Like so Passover. Exactly. Yeah. So that, that Passover was... makes a difference, right? Yes. It's like, and it's literally sometimes I'll hear stories of like, the second I even put my arms around his waist to take him from dad, he's like, ah, and he stops crying. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. so yeah. Yeah. So I had the look on the baby's face. Yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I had Nick come in and. I, I would come in and I and Nick would put him down in the bed and then I would go and get him from the bed. Yeah. And then from there, I had Nick come and sit in and I had half of my son's body 
on my husband's lap. So he was sitting beside oh, me on the bed. So this is how far gone we were, right? I had him sit beside me on the bed and I had half of my son's body and I had his head in my arms, but his legs and his wow. thighs were on Nick and wow. I got him to caress his legs yeah. and he did the shh and a little bit of voice soothing. And that was one extra step that I took to get Andres more comfortable with Nick putting him down. Mm -hmm. The other thing about the, the tag out where you place the child in the, the crib or the bed is it actually gives the partner who's trying um, a bit of a voice of their own where they can say, okay, I, I, I have tried and I, I don't think I can do it anymore. Yeah. Instead of the other partner who's not trying to do it, come in and say, okay, just let me do it. It's it's too hard. It's been going on too long. Mm -hmm. You seem like you're getting stressed, and I don't want any of this to be happening. So sometimes the partner who is trying to do it and is not having success and the other partner can come in too soon, that is not good for the partner who's trying their confidence. Yes. Yeah. And it's yes. happening so without us even thinking about it or consciously. That's not our intention. Yeah. But that's what happens through this That's a really good point. Yeah. So letting your partner say, okay, actually, you so know what? They I tap out. I do want to tap out yeah. because I am starting to feel a little flustered myself. And then we're not stepping in too early. Yes. Taking over. Yeah. 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 And your baby is going to be okay. Even if you haven't done sleep coaching yet, your baby is going to be okay in their own bed for the few seconds that it takes for you to go in there and take them out of the yeah, bed. Yeah, like it can be passing. Like partner puts down and is leaving the room. Mom's coming in the room. They pass and picking up baby. Like it, it's not like seconds. a, like, yeah, it's a very quick so if a mom's thinking that leaving the house, because sometimes that can be easier yes. to leave yep. the house, um, would you say leave kind of before they start the routine I, or? Yeah, I always advise to my clients and the families that I'm working with to have the, the parent that the child wants to put them to bed yep. leave the house during playtime. So it's, they leave during playtime. Let's say we have a mom and a dad in this situation. The mom is the one that the baby wants to put them to bed every single night. They scream when dad tries to put them to bed. So what I do is I have mom leave the house, you know, maybe 10 minutes before dad even takes baby up for yeah. routine. Yeah. So they're playing. Baby has a chance to come to terms with the fact that mom isn't there. They have, they get the chance to have that upset during playtime and then dad can be there for them right through that upset help them through it they have a few more minutes to play it's kind of like out of sight out of mind at that mm -hmm. time they're reconnecting with dad getting that and then back. yeah and then dad goes upstairs and does the pre-sleep routine from start to finish because I always found if I tried to leave at the beginning when I was getting my children comfortable with my husband doing the routine he was gone a lot of nights until after bedtime so yes I had to do bedtime most of the night so when he was there I couldn't just throw him into the routine so if I tried to leave right at that moment where okay we did teeth brushing we did you know all this stuff preparing for bed and then I'm saying goodbye right as it's bedtime my children would become more upset than if I Yes. left or even pretended to leave during playtime then he took them upstairs to do routine and then it, it doesn't mean that they didn't cry when he put them to bed 
the first few times, but it was less upset than if I would have left right during that routine or or if they knew in the room even yeah if they knew that I was there at first yeah on the flip side of that we also don't want you know the mom to have to leave or the dad to have to leave every single night for that routine right we want it to be so that eventually either parent can put them to bed yeah, that's and our end like, goal. So for us, uh, especially through spring summer, my husband works really late, so dad's just not home for most bedtimes. Especially when my guys were little, little and going to bed very early, like he just wasn't home for most mm-hmm. bedtimes. So for us, I didn't have a choice. I had to do all of the bedtimes typically during the week, but come weekends, it's kind of like dinner. You're I'll make on. dinner all week, but come <laughs> weekends, I'm not touching that You're stove. You're on, baby. Yeah. So come weekends. If we didn't work on that, then now I'm doing it seven days a week, every single day. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, uh, does not make my parenting enjoyable. I need to kind of get off that hamster wheel sometimes. So knowing that my husband could very easily put the kids to bed, and, and, and as each one came... It was always like, okay, I did the first couple of months. Fair, because you're dealing with two or three other children. Um, but as soon as this baby knows, we're, we're getting you in there and making sure yeah. that you can do it as well. Because it's too much for one parent to be in charge of all sleep and all naps and all bedtimes and all overnight wakings and all early risings. And yeah. in my opinion, it's not fair. It's it and it's so freeing to know that yeah. you know x amount of days a week I get to just leave the house and go shopping hey Lisa, or Saturday do... night want to go for dinner and a movie? Yeah. Okay, not a problem. Let's right. let's meet at 4 o'clock. Okay, Dad, we go for dinner at 9 p.m. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, partner will do dinner and and bedtimes. I'm able to yeah, yeah. absolutely on a th- random Thursday night it's, let's go for dinner and movie. It's absolutely life-changing when you can yeah. do that. And it's it's not like, you know, I give him the opportunity as well to do that sometimes where he doesn't have to do dinner and bedtime and I do it. So yeah. it's a you know, we find that balance between the both of us, but it's so nice to be able to know that either parent can put them to bed and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter who it is anymore, right? And this can kind of be at any age, right? It's not necessarily just our four-month-olds that we're like, okay, you're working on, you know, if your little one is 9, 10, 14, 18 months and yeah. your partner has never done a bedtime or nobody has ever put them to bed, these are all tips that you can start working on as well. Yeah. With our older children having a calendar yes. of who's putting, who's in charge of doing bedtimes uh, can make a huge difference in terms of that control. We know with toddlers, preschoolers, their whole goal in life is to gather control of everything in their life. And they need so, to have that visual as well. It yeah. really helps them to be able to see what is coming next. Especially if we're in that battle of, no, I only want mom, I only want mom, yeah. I only want mom. It's like, yeah, no kiddo, sorry, but dad, Tuesday night's dad's bedtime to do bedtime, right? Yeah. And then we know already, you know, dad's doing bedtime tonight. It's dad's bedtime tonight. And then when dad's doing bedtime... No, sorry, mom will do bedtime tomorrow night, right? Remember the calendar. Mom's on the calendar for tomorrow. And just because I've, you know, we, I've worked on this at ages four and eight now, my children still will want me to put them to bed most nights, right? So when it is not my turn to do bedtime, they kind of have a little bit of upset sometimes. And they'll say, but I want you to do bedtime. I just have to make sure that I yeah. set those limits and say, Tonight is not, you know, tonight I'm not going to be here for bedtime, so Come Papa's going to do bedtime. Come have a on the couch now. Yeah. Let's make sure we have, yeah, like... Exactly. Yeah. 
just because you work on it doesn't mean that they're going to be 100% content with the limits that you've set, but they're still there. The other thing to keep in mind is that sometimes our partner will do it a little bit different. Yes. And that doesn't make it wrong. No. Um, one partner might be a singer. The other person might be a reader. So letting your partner figure out their own way is a good thing. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. And you not being there sometimes for the beginning allows your partner to really become comfortable with that as well. Yeah. Well... We hope that, uh, you know, using those couple of steps of letting your partner and your little one get used to each other, part of that routine, and then giving them more and more of that routine to do, and then the bedtimes, hopefully uh, that will give you enough information to be able to enjoy not doing every single bedtime every single night. Um, it is lots of fun to do lots of bedtimes, but... You do need a break sometimes, so hopefully... Yeah, the breaks can... are also a lot of fun. Yes, and needed. Um, so hopefully you can take that and uh, start working on it. Good luck. And let us know how it goes. Yes. yes. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. We so appreciate that you've taken that time to come and hang out with us and listen to what we have to say. If you are struggling with sleep or parenting, please know that we have loads of free information on the website um, as well as on the YouTube channel. But if after you've read through everything and you've watched those videos, if you're still struggling, know that you're not alone and that we would love to help. So be sure to check out the website, www.restfulparenting.com. You'll find the link to book your free 15-minute call right there. And if you have any comments or anything you'd like to share with us, please leave them below in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks.